Indigo Studio, a Chicago-centric show. The place where it starts, covering today's topics, new authors, pop culture, trending topics, and of course, politics. Our topics are engaging, controversial, and authentic. This is where real talk takes place. We are going to bring it out with a fresh perspective, a hip view as we just talk about it. Indigo Studio presents real conversation about topics of the day. Hermine Hartman and Shannon Peoples are the co-hosts, and we welcome you to Indigo Studio, making talk in vogue again. New show, new look, new people with Viewpoint bringing it to you. Let's make talk real again. Hi, my name is Hermine Hartman, and this is another edition of Indigo Studio. Today we're going to talk about interracial relationships between black women and white men. For so many years in America, interracial marriages were not only taboo, but also illegal. However, the practice of interracial unions have been practiced since slaves were transported to America. That's why the African-American race represents a rainbow. In 1967, the United States Supreme Court ruled in the case of Loving versus Virginia that marriage across racial lines was legal throughout the United States. Richard and Mildred Loving was the case of a white man married to a black woman that broke the marital color barrier. As America browns, more people are marrying across racial lines. 18% of African Americans marry someone of a different race. 11% of whites marry someone of a different race. A large percentile of black men marrying white women, black men marrying white women at twice the rate that black women marry white men. Pew Research shows that 15% of black male newlyweds in 2013 were two black women, and black women were the least likely to marry non-black men. Today, 17% of all marital couples are racial. Our guest today is a professor from Northwestern University, Cheryl Judas, and she is the author of a study, Interracial Relationships Between Black Women and White Men. She interviewed 60 interracial couples between the ages of 21 and 55, primarily in the Midwest, and that is black women married to white men and found some very interesting lifestyles and patterns. So one of the things that you point out in the book, and I'm going to quote your book to you, All right. uh, black women are the only group of women in America who cannot take for granted that if they seek marriage to a black man, that there will not be ample supply of available men from which to choose. Why is that the case? Primarily because black women began to outnumber black men at age 16. The same thing doesn't happen for whites until age 32. So right from the beginning, uh, young black women are at a disadvantage simply because it's of the numbers. Why is that? Well, there are a few reasons. High mortality rates, higher uh, mortality rates among African-American men, as well as, um, you know, you do have higher incarceration rates as well. Now, I was reading the book, and excluding those cofactors, mm -hmm. do you think a major factor is the adoration of the quote-unquote thug culture that is very pervasive within the black community? And I'm speaking from experience. Um, it seems when you look at the rap videos and you look at the rap lifestyle, mm -hmm. the thug culture is put on a pedestal. And those men aren't really suitable for relationships right. and procreation, but those are the men that seem to be put on a pedestal. 
Do you think that has that's a major factor with a lot of black women not finding suitable partners for marriage and or you know procreation? It may be a factor. I don't know that among the women that I have interviewed that they would be uh, looking for a man um, that would have been a part of the, what you just described as thug culture. And also men that are part of that culture tend to be pretty misogynist. Extremely they, misogynist. And so, you know, as a result of that, I think that rules them out right from the beginning. But women seem to like that. You know, you've heard the, we you've like heard the, the bad quote, boys. I, you know, like, like a roughneck, I want um, a roughneck. How they say I want a roughneck, oh, I like gosh. a thug, I want a roughneck. Wow. I, I have family members who they, they love thugs and they love roughnecks, but they can never seem to find a suitable partner. Do they right. get married to the thug? Absolutely not. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely not. That's why I was asking. Yeah. You know, this is, you know, reading this book, it was a really interesting read because, you know, I'm coming from you from the point of view as a black man, mm -hmm. and I've seen so many scenarios play out. Yeah. You know, but is that along stereotypical? Kind of, I would I think. think so. Yeah. That's stereotypical, I think. The not culture. Not necessarily. There are there are a lot of there are a lot of people that really are into that, into that culture. And I've talked to a lot of women, and I said, hey, you know, you're a nice looking woman, you're educated, get someone on your level, and they say, no, I want a thug. And I said, well, that's the reason why you don't have a suitable partner wow. is because you're looking at unsuitable men. Mm -hmm. If you get, I think that if a lot of black women looked for suitable partners, we. Besides the, the demographic numbers of more women than mm -hmm. men, they would find men that are a little bit more suitable, you know, to enter a, mm -hmm. in, into a relationship with. Mm -hmm. So Cheryl, let me ask you this. What, how does homosexuality play into this formula? Well, it only plays into it to the degree that that's just yet another group of men that aren't available to black women. Mm -hmm. On college campuses, one of the little secrets, of course, is that you do have disproportionate white men. At many college campuses, you have more black men that are homosexual. Now, I have to be sure that everybody understands what I'm saying. There are no more black homosexuals than any other group. But on college campuses where there are fewer black men to begin with, when you have black men that are gay, it's more pronounced. You notice that. Larry, what are you doing? Saving energy. Well, you're not doing anything. I'm also saving money right now. How? ComEd. They recycled my old working fridge for free. Plus, they have rebates on energy-efficient products. So you're saving now? And I'll save later on my energy bills. Customers have saved about $500 on their energy bills with the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. What are you guys doing? Saving energy. One of the things that you talk about in the book is you looked at blacks going to major white universities Correct. where this is more of a prevailing problem. Right. I'm a black girl, I'm in the white school, right. who do I date? Correct. And there are less black men in the school Correct. in the first place, mm -hmm. which adds to a problem. And so I have to date a white guy. Not necessarily okay. a white guy, just okay. someone you need to cast a broader net and recognize that if you want an active social life, you're going to have to consider dating outside of the race. And that is the same with the workforce because there's a lot more educated black women that are in the workforce and especially as they reach the upper echelons within a business, mm -hmm. you know, they're the pooler, yeah, you know, the it, pool it, gets it becomes smaller a little bit smaller. more restricted. Yes. This leads into another question that I have. When you are a black woman, 
How does the whole, when you look at the media and they portray black women as a certain way, the standard of beauty is that of a Caucasian woman. Right. How do you think that impacts the psyche of black women and how they view themselves? Because if you don't view yourself as a viable option for dating, right. I think that also affects how you go out and how you look for a suitable partner. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I agree with you 100%. But fortunately, the media has begun, at least some uh, media outlets have begun to take a more realistic uh, look at how black women are. And you do have some shows that tend to profile black women that aren't necessarily white looking. One of my favorites, but I just don't like the stereotype that comes from it, was how to get away with murder. You know, our girl Shonda Rhimes, she put Viola Davis in the lead. And Viola, even though by day she may appear to be uh, more Caucasian oriented, at night she makes no uh, premise, you know, that no falls into fact. the whole yeah. hot and tot Venus, right. the hypersexual right. black woman mm -hmm. image. So, black women marrying white men is the smallest number of interracial marriage couples. It is. So what did you find from your study? Well, basically what I found is among those women that married white men, most of them had very typical, normal kind of lives. Mm -hmm. The worst problem that any of them talked about was if they should have children and the children appeared to be white, if they'd be out in public, people would mistake them for being their child's nanny. So that was an aggravation for them. So with interracial couples, usually is it the skin color that dictates what that child lives as or is the child automatically classified as black? That depends on the color. Well, it depends somewhat on the color, but it also depends so much on, somewhat on the circumstances. Every couple I interviewed went out of their way to make certain that their children recognized they belonged to both groups. Mm -hmm. So no one tried to say, well, you're really black or you're really just white, that kind of thing. But the children tended to identify based on how they looked. My mm -hmm. siblings who are, I told you, who are black, mm -hmm. half black and half Scandinavian, and I also have Asians in my family. I come from a unique perspective. Mm -hmm. I have half black, half Asian, half black, half Scandinavian. And what dic they personally dictated to themselves. I have a couple of siblings who can actually pass, and mm -hmm. white people think that they are Caucasian. It's what they feel most comfortable with. Right. Mm -hmm. Even though they could pass, they said, I feel most comfortable identifying as black. Mm -hmm. um, they just, even though a, a parent was Caucasian, they just didn't feel comfortable in that environment. Right. Which is really interesting coming from an all-black male, because I thought, well, you should be able to, you know, vacillate between both worlds, but I found that that's not really the case. But doesn't it depend on your acculturation? Doesn't it depend on, I mean, if you were black and you were raised in a white environment. They were raised in both. They were oh, raised in okay, both. Okay. Both, both, the, both sets of family lived within walking distance. I mean, mm -hmm. I studied, this was fascinating to me. And they just, they picked, this is what they felt most comfortable mm -hmm. in. You know? And which was, what was that? The white? The black. Oh, the black side. The okay. black part, mm -hmm. correct. So Cheryl, yes. what was the quality of interracial marriages? You talk about that in the book, is that interracial marriages tend to be more lasting? Well, the studies, statistics seem to tell you, against white, white couples, you know, where the, the, both spouses are white, where you have a black woman at, married to a white man, mm -hmm. at the 10-year anniversary mark, mm -hmm. there's a 44% likelihood that she is 
going to still be married to that man in a 44% greater likelihood than white, white couples at the same 10-year mark. That doesn't, that's not the same for black males with white women. At the 10-year mark, there's a greater probability, something like 35 to 40% likelihood that the couple will be divorced. Why? Why is that so? Well, because first of all, in the marriages that you have the black woman married to a white man, at least in the ones that I interviewed, most of these women were in what I call egalitarian marriages. They were married to men that were in their same fields. I mean, both doctors, both lawyers, both teachers. Equal social yes. status. So they started out, they had a greater, higher mm-hmm. uh, degree of compatibility, say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the first place. Look at what's all new at McDonald's. Try the new sweet and savory chicken McGriddles made with the crispy chicken filet and the sweet taste of maple. Or get the McChicken Biscuit with crispy tender chicken and a warm flaky biscuit. Now get either for just $1.69 each or mix and match two for $3. Try a whole new morning routine and double up the goodness. Wake up breakfast with McDonald's. Saving energy. Well, you're not doing anything. I'm also saving money right now. How? ComEd. They recycled my old working fridge for free. Plus, they have rebates on energy efficient products. So you're saving now? And I'll save later on my energy bills. Customers have saved about $500 on their energy bills with the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. What are you guys doing? Saving energy. In your book, this was a really interesting statement that you made. You said that black men have more opportunities to cross the boundaries and date women of other races. Right. Could you explain that? Well, black men have always dated outside of the race at far greater numbers than black women. In fact, Hermine, you started off talking about they're twice as likely. No, they're actually closer to three times more mm-hmm. likely to be married outside of the race than black women. And that's come down. When I first started studying uh, this, these marriages, maybe about 20 years ago, black men were four times more likely to be married outside the race than black women. But times are changing, and more black women are marrying out. So when you look at other races, say, when you look at the dynamics between Asians and Caucasians, do you find that, say, the Asian um, population, they tend to date more Caucasian than what Absolutely. they do black? Why do you think that but is? That's, uh, but that's also based on gender. Asian men are as um, Asian men are as less likely to marry outside of their cultures mm-hmm. as black women. Asian women marry out at far higher rates than the, the, than the men do. So today, in today's culture, there's mm-hmm. a lot of online dating. It is. Okay, about mm-hmm. 60% of mm-hmm. online dating is, um, is online. So what happens in this case with interracial marriages? Does it increase, does it decrease, or is it based differently? Well, you know, that's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. There's lots of components. First of all, black women for the longest time were the least likely to be selected by anybody for a date through those online dating sites. In black fact, men included? No, yeah, black men included didn't select black women. Now that's begun to change a little bit. I was just um, 
since I've written the book, I've heard from some young black females. And one in particular this week told me, you know, I spent all my 20s looking for a black man. And she said, nobody ever materialized. And she said, now I'm in my early 30s and I read your book. And she said, I thought, well, let me just give this a chance. And so she went back on to her online dating site, changed her profile to say that she would date anyone. What wound up happening is that within about a couple of weeks, she heard from two white males and a Hispanic male. So it hasn't been that long, but she's been going out with the, one of the white males for about six or seven weeks. So it's a little bit of a shift because normally, as I said, studies will show that black women were the least likely to be selected off of the online dating sites. I think that goes back to the question wow. that I was asking earlier. I think that a lot of black women are reclaiming their image. Could be which is something that needs to happen because the image of black women is just, it's portrayed very poorly in the media. Very, well, very poorly Well, what about the, the image media. of black men? It's even worse. I was going to say, It's yes. even worse, but, yeah. that's the, but then black men still have more opportunities to date interracially. So, you know, you, you're trying to find, we're just, you know, we're sitting here, we're trying to dissect this and we're trying to find mm -hmm. out why, but, you know, maybe sometimes it's just what it, it is what it is, but I think that, um, I think that black women are starting to wake up and take control and just say, you know, enough is enough with the, the imagery. You know, mm -hmm. people talk about uh, the, the TV show with Kerry Washington. Oh, and, yeah. You know, a lot of black women said, well, you know, we're, I'm happy that this is a black woman who's on a top rated TV show, but at the same token, look what she's playing. Right. She's playing a side chick. At, it's, that's right. what it is a no side chick to it. a white man. Right. And I know a lot of black women, they said, I've been approached in the same manner hmm. and that you know not to date just to be a side that, chick yeah. mm -hmm. and they find that equally offensive i wouldn't blame them <laughs> yeah, you know i'm not good enough to date but i'm right. just good well, enough, good enough to, to date but not not to, be seen in public, public right with, okay you yeah. know this is the this is the carrie washington correct uh, yeah that's the right the side to the president of the united well, states right, right. So yeah. scandal. Just a side yeah, scandal the oh, show yeah. tv show scandal yeah okay yeah so from your study and your research what's your perception on racism? Is it heightening or is it lessening? Well, I've heard from people that claim that during this Trump era that racism has begun to be heightened. I have a, a friend who's married interracially and she said she never worried about where she went mm -hmm. until after Trump got in office. Mm -hmm. But she's also out in those northwest suburbs. Mm -hmm. And so she said, I never know who I may offend. But I think all this is somewhat situational because I don't think that Trump impacts everybody uh, to that degree. So what's a, what's a black girl to do? What's a black young, okay, I got two questions. Okay. What's a black young woman do? I'm talking college age, mm -hmm. college grad. Who does she date? And God bless if you're divorced. Yeah, that's um, right. And children. you are, are, well, leave the children alone. I don't, I don't want the children. Leave the children alone. But if you are a professional woman mm -hmm. and you are uh, maybe divorced mm -hmm. and you're looking for maybe second time around, who do you date? I say it to everybody. I want you all to start by casting a broad net. You may want a black man. You may find that black man. But don't uh, cut off your options before you know what they are. So exclude race. Pretty much. Knock it out. Right. I would tell them to do that. Uh, and someone said to me, aren't you, aren't you telling black women to abandon black men? Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. I am simply saying because there are not enough of you, I don't want these young women to spend their prime childbearing years 
pursuing something that may not be available to them. And so it may not be available to them because of incarceration. Uh, well, and high unemployment rates, because you know you have to have um, you know, marriage tend, marriages tend to thrive where there is some Very economic, economic stability and higher mortality rates. What about the phenomenon of black men leaving the country and say going down to the Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico and Cuba, mm. you know, to look for black women. This is something, and I've talked to some black men Not about black this. American women, but. They don't want black American women. They want black women from the Dominican, from Puerto Rico, from Cuba, from London, from Paris. And I said, but you can get the same thing here. No, it's different. You know what I mean? It's different. It's different. Don't, it's, don't different. It's, I'm, different. it's different. I'm trying to be nice. It's different. It's different. But, that, but that's a really interesting phenomenon mm -hmm. because. Well, how about black women doing that? Maybe that's what we should do is cross the borders. Well, if I had some money. Well, I have, to, well, I have to say that I have interviewed black women that have tried the route of finding an African man mm -hmm. um, and a couple from the Caribbean. But this is an, a prime example where sometimes it's not shared uh, skin color that makes for a good relationship, right. but we don't really share the same cultures because some of the values, values, thank you, that these men have, these women weren't about to put up with that. Mm -hmm. So that idea Walk got mixed. Yeah, okay, yeah. there were that issues, mm -hmm. <laughs> as we would say. Mm -hmm. That yeah. changes. And that it's changes. really more culturally, well, let me ask a question. Are we more, is, is, that's, a, that's a very good point, are we more culturally inclined uh, not to marry, or are we more racially decline, inclined mm -hmm. not to marry? Which, which, is, which is better, which is worse? Well, I don't think I, you know, they're so individual. For some people, uh, they'll go with race first. Other people might choose culture first. But then again, I've, you know, I've heard it both ways, so I can't really put a real feel to so it. So your study primarily is in the Midwest. Yes. You, you basically studied mm -hmm. Chicago metro area. Do you think your uh, findings are applicable throughout the country? I think they're applicable to the Midwest, and I think they would be uh, applicable to the East and the West Coast. I don't know about in the South. Yeah, mm -hmm. Again, That's on the East analogy. and West Coast, you tend to have, when you think of the big cities. On the cities. West Coast, people people tend to merge a little bit more. Yeah. I lived on the um, I lived on the West Coast and I used to visit the East Coast. I think mm -hmm. on the coasts, like in New York, mm -hmm. Los Angeles and San Francisco, more liberal. Right. You know, liberal so type cities. What happens in well, the, the South? Well, the South, you still are, you know, you still have to deal with a, the stigma. Right. The, the stigma. Stigmatized. And look what's going on now in the South right now. But I mean, also from slavery, you've yeah. really yeah. got more, not interracial marriages, but you've got more interracial people. Mm -hmm. Correct. Uh, mm -hmm. In the South, which is black and white and Indian mm -hmm. than you do. I call in it the mixed North. by duress. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But it's still mixed. It's still there. Indigo Legacy Black Lux is an incredible hip history about Chicagoans. It is exactly like nothing else. Indigo Legacy is a new history book with eight pounds of awesome stories that inspire. This book has been 28 years in the making. Read about what black achievement looks like in a modern day with 496 pages and 300 full-color exclusive photos. Order your copy today at IndigoLegacy.com. Run, do not walk, and get this book. 
Thank and you. I think that it's that. another world will be opened up to you. I think that America, listen, America has always been a diverse melting pot and it's becoming more and more diverse. And stigmas are falling. You know, you now have gay marriage, you have this. Everybody's coming together and everybody's being with who they want to be with that they deem appropriate. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a good thing. This is what America's all about. And so if someone is happy, I tell people, just God bless them and let them live their bliss. Right. How did you get interested in this topic? Well, what, I got, what got me really going was that I've known for years that there are fewer black men than there are black women. I go back to my early 20s and when I was dating, I have friends that never seemed to find anybody and somebody had to be a black male. And so as the years passed, a few of them never wound up getting married to anybody or they wound up marrying so much later in life that they don't have families. And then as the time passed, I started seeing the problem become more and more pronounced. And so working at a university, and I actually traveled to lots of universities as a part of my job, I saw this pattern continuing mm -hmm. for young black girls. Mm -hmm. I just had a colleague call me yesterday, for example. She has two daughters. She's African-American and she has two daughters. One's 23, one's 25. The girls were invited to some big event down, I wanna say at one of the Hyatt hotels. And she was so distressed because she goes in and she sees all these pretty young black women all at tables and they're up there dancing by themselves and so With few each black other. Yeah, yeah and so few black men and she called me up and she said, Where are the men? And again, I've had older black women tell me, Oh honey, this is no new problem. I'm just glad you someone's bringing it out into the open. But the reason people haven't thought about doing this is because I think really as African-American women, we have a certain loyalty to black men. We all want to marry within our race like every other culture normally wants to marry within their race. The sad thing, and the elephant in the room, of course, is that we just don't have enough men from which to choose. To choose so there's the problem. Got to cast a wider net. Listen, we really yeah. want to thank you so for thank being you. with us. What's love got to do with it? <laughs> well, what hopes? <laughs> right. We really want to thank you for being with us. Thank and you. we look forward to your next book. This, is, this was so, a very good read. This one is Interracial Relationships Between Black Women and White Men, and it is most interesting. Yes, it is. Well, thank you, and Cheryl, I'm glad that you. you had me come on and talk about it. Thank you for being with us. Okay, thank you. Indigo Studio, a Chicago-centric show, the place where it starts, covering today's topics, and of course, politics. Our topics are engaging, controversial, and authentic. This is where real talk takes place. We are going to bring it out with a fresh perspective. Let's make talk real again. Indigo Studio.